Hi, this is Riggs Eckleberry, CEO of Origin Clear. Welcome to the podcast, Water is the New Goal. Now in this podcast, I explore every week the trends in water, the big disruption that's happening, what we're doing about it, and where the future lies. It's quite interesting. Enjoy and stay subscribed. Hey guys, welcome to the webinar for the 23rd of January, 2020. And uh, it's going to be <laughs> it's going to be action packed. There's going to be lots covered, um, and of course, some of you are wondering about that strange tease that I sent uh, last night about transportation. All will be revealed, believe me. So, uh, what we're going to do here is we're going to, of course, go to our um, shared screen, and we're uh, I want to remind you all that there's a chat function at the bottom of your screen and when you chat then i will see it flash and i will then you know try to answer the question there's also a thing called q a uh, it works the same way it'll also flash so either one works just fine so um i'm going to uh, essentially get started right okay so uh we're going to share this screen and Voila. So we are the 23rd of January, as I was saying. Um, the new call sign for this webinar is Water's the New Gold. And our call to action is helping you thrive in the world's only vital, scarce, and recession-proof market. Now, what does that mean? It basically means that um, water is unbelievably stable. The the one of the strongest companies in the water industry, probably the largest worldwide, is called Veolia. It was launched in the time of Louis XIV in the early 1700s. So uh, it's, it's a, it's a long-term business. Um, so it's, it is recession-proof. And of course, people are starting to be concerned about that. Um, and also, it has increasing scarcity. Here's the thing. We have so much water in the world. And yet a tiny percentage is fresh and an even smaller percentage is actually clean. So that's what we're talking about. And uh, we'll be pursuing this theme in the weeks to come. Okay. Couple important notices, uh, some, uh, some housekeeping as usual, um, safe harbor statement, anything I say in this presentation um, is essentially um, a prediction that may differ from what actually ends up happening. I do my best to tell you what's really, you know, coming down the pike and really happening, but that is something that uh, all public companies have to um, let you know. The other thing is, is that we are operating under an exemption that allows us to publicly advertise our offerings. And therefore, we have to disclaim that um, you must be um, an accredited investor for these. And uh, also that this is not registered with the Securities and Exchange Commission. And finally, that there uh, is risk. So we try our best to reduce risk, but we can't tell you that there's no risk. Of course, there is. All right. Now, the first thing I wanted to bring up was a little report from Dan Early which um, you know, he, he was uh, telling us on Monday 
about uh, a project on an island location, which I can't really get into at this time, um, but it's massive, uh, 400,000 400, gallons per day. Now, um, we got this through one of our great um, uh, referral reps, um, and very quickly it became clear that the people planning uh, the wastewater systems there have a big problem with marine corrosion, um, with just you know concrete falling apart in the salt water and so forth, and so they had to do something about it. Um, and they were keenly interested in our heavy plastic um, shielding for our systems, which is Dan's uh, specialty. And it very quickly turned into them changing their specs for what Dan Early and our modular water systems business unit uh, are known for, which is these prefabricated drop and place systems. Um, I have to tell you that 400,000 gallons a day is massive. Um, Last week, I showed you pictures of a 10,000 gallon a day and a 40,000 gallon a day system. Um, now you take the 40,000, which was these two big tubes uh, on the ground, and now you multiply that by 10, and that is the throughput required. So um, he is telling us that there's a tremendous amount of leads coming in as a result of our social media efforts, our presence on the internet. Um, and so he is having just a tremendous amount of business coming his way. Um, which is good. We, we keep Dan working on weekends. It's a good thing. So Dan and Rob, his, uh, his uh, engineer, are working flat out. And as I reported last week, they're um, strongly coordinated and integrated with the folks down in Texas doing the manufacturing. Okay, so um, going, moving on from here, uh, we have, what's this about forever toxins? Um, I reported on this last week. Well, um, if uh, if you want to check, um, the, I've been people have been sending me the news stories uh, for a couple of days now. Um, it's in the Guardian, a couple others, and what it is that the Environmental Working Group has pointed out that these things are far worse than than, than thought. Um, I urge you to go to Environmental Working Group's website, put in your zip code, and they will report on what um, is going on in your particular area. As I reported last week, we, we put out a call and we've been getting some people who are interested in working with us. I'll be covering that further. All right, moving right along here. Now, we announced this morning our partnership with um, the Indian company Permionics, and they are a very important company in the state of Gujarat in India, a town called Varadara, and they have over 10,000 installations. They um, were founded in 1980, so they weren't founded yesterday. And um, they have um, various membrane technologies and so forth. Um, and of course, they have been a licensee of ours since 2017. I did an interview of Satyajay, the managing director last night, and I'm going to pull that up for you. So if you'll pay, bear with me while I um, uh, while I do a, a, the usual wonderful job of putting you over into the, there we go, and voila. And now I'm going to run a Vimeo clip. 
which um, you tee these things up and then they kind of fade out. So we will be with you shortly on that one. Somehow it has made itself scarce. So I'm going to work on getting it. I can't blame anybody for these things. It's like, um, you know, it happens or it doesn't. Uh, and it's really my fault. I can't blame a technical director for what's going on there. So um, I will come back shortly with the interview. And um, it's possibly related to the fact that I'm also recording. Here we go. Fantastic. Okay. Now we got it together. I knew that I was brilliant and I've just proven it to myself. Okay, here we go. So, uh, how are you? How are you? Good, thanks. And we just congratulate ourselves for getting into this arrangement. You know, Bill, Bill was very persistent and uh, he, he uh, really believed in you guys. And Tom, of course, you know, thinks you're great. Um, you know, it, it really helps when you actually send business to somebody. <laughs> yes, of course. I mean, you know, it's like, ooh, we like that. So you sent us a dozen of these um, water treatment systems, specialized ones, and I really appreciate it. Hopefully, have many more to come this year. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So uh, let me just uh, quickly ask you a little bit about um, this relationship. Um, it's a partnership where essentially um, you're going to be handling business in Asia Pacific for us. Either directly or through licensees, and then you know we'll get combination of the licensee royalty, perhaps with your commission. There's a whole fee scale, and then you know the anodes and so forth. So um, now, what is you've you've been experimenting with uh, EWSAOX? We're not making this exclusive to that, but uh, what is what is your take on this technology so far? Somehow it just fell into place that uh, the oil and natural gas company here, they were interested in produce water treatment. Mm -hmm. And we realized that this technology did have a good potential for oil water removal. And at that point, we went and did some pilots at OGC for long and found that, I mean, we got fantastic results on combination of EWS and a UF because we primarily have an excellent UF for oil, oil resistance UF. Kind of worked out very well. How do you see this fitting into your company's general strategy uh, in the Asia Pacific region? Um, well, um, I think as Anil and I think what we've been talking all these years about our, our new, I mean, new avatar in terms of thermionics. We are talking about permionics being a solution provider in, in the water, wastewater, and process separation space. Mm -hmm. And that requires a toolkit of technologies. It just can't work with this membrane or it can't work with, you know, evaporators. But it needs multiple stages and different technologies. So I think EWS, I think now since, you know, we've got I wouldn't say control, but we've got access to manufacturing it locally. Yes. I'm sure there will be a much broader application base and maybe we can use it more liberally in our treatment schemes. 
rather than you know uh, restricting it to a high value application because i think in the in the past we've seen that the capex opex doesn't fit mm. the wastewater market but maybe with this new new business model we may be able to hit that sweet spot in the capex and opex that where as simple an application as maybe drinking water disinfection mm-hmm. or disinfection of high saline water prior to prior to any other treatment or membranes to prevent biofouling you know so we will definitely accelerate the the uh, the use internally as well and in terms of supporting licensees across asia pacific it's something that we need to engage with with the market and first of all announce that we are there with with a solution and not with just you know an on not with just uh, you know a piece of the pie so and that could be an interesting uh, you know journey in terms of finding out how people respond that's really good so we'll take your experience and help in the marketplace of when you have already got you know engagements with companies or you have connections with companies mm-hmm. because i i tell you one i mean there's always a licensing can be two types one is he is is basically he doesn't want to deal with hardware he's more of a more of a thinker and wants to put things in place and see that the whole scheme works out and get someone else to manufacture it otherwise there may be licensees like us like i think you had one in in malaysia as yes. a who, who builds his own system so sometimes licensees may not like us encroaching into their manufacturing space so it's something that uh that needs to evolve in terms of what kind of what kind of uh, you know agents or what kind of uh, representatives we have in the marketplace whether the existing licensees would really fit into this whole whole equation or not in terms of us giving a manufactured product sometimes we may have to just give an engine design and engineering package and offer it to someone to build locally so it's going to have it's going to have its own challenges but i think overall it fits in very well with our our business plan because it gives us that kind of added oomph to that we have a we have a solid you know backing from a technology provider who is depending on us and who has validated our company and gives us that kind of uh, i would say uh as a matter of fact give us some kind of uh, edge in the marketplace well that's amazing because um we've been looking for this kind of close relationship to you know we know that our technology has got to integrate closely with other technologies to fit where it should for example the disinfection is amazing because we're working on projects here in the, in the US to create super pure water for cosmetics for example um using already clean water and then doing a final uh you know ultra disinfection step Uh, also we've successfully uh a licensee of ours successfully disinfected um uh, oil wells in the Permian basin 
using uh, our technology advanced oxidation with theirs. And it's always um, combining, right? It, it never stands on its own and it will lose if it stands on its own. And that's really why I'm so excited that you're going to create whole products with this. And I can't wait to see where this goes. Yeah, I mean, I think it's, it's early on, but we have some legacy about the, the electrode using the anodes. And I think we've got a lot of background technical information, which I think JL and his team have translated down. And I think we're going to take that and I think we're going to do a lot of back and forth with your technical team and see how you know, we can, I mean, use each other's strengths to get to the market faster. But as of now, I see that we need to recreate a solution, a recreate product, which fits into a solution because of the nature of our arrangement. And do some, I mean, focus a little more on, on the electrodes, on the technology per se. And use it as more, I would say more as a mainstream process rather than you know a very niche process um and it's music to my ears Sajay, thank you i'm going to be playing this tomorrow for our, our listeners on the weekly webinar and i'll send you a copy of that and uh perhaps we'll check in with each other every two three months and see how it's going sure definitely maybe more often than that and please do visit this is an opportunity to invite you to come and visit us i like that in terms of your experience and your journey in water yes. and water conservation. What has been your uh, background of experience with that? I, I came from a high-tech background. Um, so, and uh, in fact, in tomorrow's um, uh, webinar, I'll be showing uh, some interesting data about how disruptive technologies are best, they best come from outsiders. For example, Elon Musk with Tesla, right? He didn't, didn't have a car company. And now, of course, he's dominating. Uh, similar with um, smartphones, right? You think Nokia and Motorola would have done it? No, it was Google and Apple who had never done a phone before and they dominate the market, right? So what I, what I, what I believe I bring to this is, um, first of all, a lot of experience in disruption and how to market disruptive technologies and also I don't try to reinvent the wheel. I, I'm not going to try and be a water expert, right? There are people like you, uh, people in the U.S., etc. I have a wonderful team in Texas that knows all about it. Oh yeah, but, you know. And so what I what I what I really hope to bring to the party is more of a uh, of this outsider, like how can we change things? Because the way the market is going is towards self treatment by businesses more and more. The big central systems are not being built. So, uh, you know, it's, it's really interesting you say that because this is a topic. We now have a COO, um, Tom Marchesello, who is extremely uh, strong in company operations. We have the Texas team. Uh, we're now doing some acquisitions, which you'll find very interesting, and you'll, you may be able to replicate the model. Um, so I think that this is the winning model because the problem with water is it takes decades to, for new things to appear. And yet we really need help in the marketplace, right? The, the water industry needs to do a better job. You know, only 20% of the sewage in the water is treated and the world is treated and the rest is just thrown away. This is very true in India. Um, and so 
the, if the water industry does a better job, it will be done better locally as opposed to centrally. And that's right. where I think the growth is. And uh, with you as a strong technologist and us as, you know, a, a growing public company, I think we can do great things. Yeah, I mean, uh, moving further on to the, uh, adding to that, uh, to that information, it's I mean, fantastic, but I think it's like meeting of the, meeting of the minds, opposite minds, you know, it's a, it's complimentary. Kind of complimentary and I think make very good sense. And I think it would accelerate whatever we're trying to do. I'm so excited that we're doing this and I look yes. forward to uh, a long, like really getting in gear now and using your amazing integrity and knowledge and uh, your momentum as a, as a strong Indian company. So thank right. you. Okay. I'm going to turn off the recording now yes. and uh, say hi to our US listeners. Yes. Hi. Hi everyone. Hi. And I'm sure we are in for a great journey and, and look forward to meeting you all soon at some point. Fantastic. Thank you. Well, there we are. And uh, we're going to jump back to the PowerPoint right now and continue because I have something very interesting to tell you about uh, a result from that. But let me do my little technical director thing right here with the share. And voila. Okay. So what I wanted to let you know is that there is an outcome from this, which is um, that following this interview, I received an email that um, there is, uh, I've been asked to um, give the keynote address at the annual Indian Membrane Society meeting on February the 14th to the 15th in Chennai, India and I'm extremely honored. So that's what that's about. Um, we'll be covering it, of course, and in video and uh, have fun with it. So um, there'll be more, we'll announce it and so forth. So there is some news this week. We filed uh, what's called the Regulation A Plus uh, offering. I have been working on this for a long, long time. I'm not gonna mention it in detail because we're gonna formally announce it next week but it is um, filed uh, publicly. And it really um, is my long dream that we would have an offering for unaccredited investors. And um, there's, it's a totally, you know, it uses the internet properly in terms of not, you know, anybody can, anybody can invest um, up to a certain percentage of their income and uh, they can uh, do a minimum of $500. It's a very um, simple investment. Uh, in fact, it is more of a dividend paying instrument than a specific stock instrument. And so uh, we believe that it's going to be very, very healthy uh, for people to invest in something that's interesting, that's a stable um, instrument in our opinion. And of course, that is going to help us fund our growth uh, through acquisitions, uh, re you know, retiring our debt and so forth. I'll be talking more about that and, um, and we'll be doing an announcement next week. So that's that story. All right, technology disruption. What the heck is this slide and why are we uh, saying that this relates to water? And um, 
That's a really, really good question. And um, the, the truth is that um, I'm going to play a little clip, in fact, and we'll, um, we'll, we'll be able to uh, listen to someone making a very important point about this very shortly. So uh, without further ado, I'm going to play this. All right, and that was just testing it. Now I'm gonna hit the share button and we will jump into it. So here we go. Uh, can anyone stop Nokia? What? 
All right. Well, <laughs> I'm not going to play the whole thing. You can certainly uh, catch it on YouTube. I think it's a really, really important video. Uh, it's uh, Tony Siba, Clean Tech. Uh, sorry, Clean Disruption is his firm, and this is the presentation he made um, in October of 2019 to the Robin Hood Investors Conference. But here's some points he made in the rest of the interview. So uh, you saw how 13 years there was a radical shift from horses to cars and uh, in, in transportation. Similarly, there, there was a dramatic uh, takeover from the cell phones. And he goes on to talk about what happens, what's going to happen in the um, transportation industry. And that was that graph that I showed you where it's all about, um, uh, you know, uh, in fact, I'll bring it up again. It was all about the changeover from, um, voila, it's there and um, there. Okay, it should be this one. Uh, there we go. Um, and uh, he predicted a dramatic drop in just the, the 10 years that, that are in front of us, 2020 to 2030. Um, of going almost entirely to what's called transportation as a service using autonomous electrical vehicles. Now that's a dramatic change in how we operate in our life, right? Um, the idea is, is that it's gonna become such a powerful economic incentive instead of spending you know, $5,000 a year on your gasoline and repairs and so forth, you're just going to pay a monthly subscription and just, you know, summon your car, the, this the fleet car, and it's going to show up and it's going to take you places. And if you need an SUV, it's what you'll grab. And it's going to be electric, which means a dramatically lower cost of fuel. And it's going to have tremendous impact on oil. And uh, very interestingly, it will dramatically increase the amount of wealth in the world because it will save a trillion dollars worldwide in terms of uh, cost of ownership and it will also increase productivity by a trillion dollars, a $2 trillion difference in this 10 years. Now that to me is a way of going green and actually saving or making money doing it. So personally, I think that, that the impact of technology is often underrated. What does this have to do with um, us, right? With the, um, with the water industry? So uh, the fact is, and as Tony pointed out that Disruptions, and as I was saying to Satajay uh, last night's interview, uh, happened from the outside, right? Google and Android were never in the phone industry. Yet today, they dominated. Um, should have been Nokia, should have been Motorola, but it wasn't. Um, and, uh, you know, this is true. Look at Uber taking over uh, for the taxis. It was never in the taxi business. It was in an apartment in San Francisco seven years ago. And then um, uh, Airbnb, the, the, the list goes on. And... Um, Tesla is another example uh, with um, Elon Musk. Outsiders are able to look at something that insiders take for granted and they can challenge it, right? So, um, you know, the, he uh, makes these, he rolls out all these different projections he's made. And he said, back then I was insane. Now everybody knows it. And so that's, back then I was insane. Now everybody knows it. Now, how does this relate to water? Well, Tony Siba is in the transportation industry and energy, um, and he's not in water. Um, but the same lesson applies. This is everybody in water kind of thinks things are okay. The only problem is that uh, water quality is getting worse, 
and uh, cities are dealing with uh, broken infrastructure and so forth. I'm not going to repeat the mantra from last week. But essentially, it's going to the edge where businesses are going to have to do their own treatment. And that is a radical shift away from these giant central systems that the big water companies live off of to these edge systems that the big water companies, are, they, they, these things are too small for the big water companies. This, they don't deal well with um, something that's you know $50,000, right? So um, that's our specialty is, you know, starts at 50,000, moves up to about half a million, maybe a million. Uh, in the case of that island uh, location, might be a lot more, 400,000 gallons a day. But, but typically we're talking about um, stuff that's less than a million dollars per unit. And it requires a lot of agility and a new business model, right? So let's, let's take this the next step then, which is we've got, our, we, we, we've got great technology. And you saw how Satajay at Permionics is really going to put a lot of uh, effort into making it integrated and work, which is fantastic. That's, it's a marriage made in heaven. And as you heard, he's sending us business every single month. We get an order and this is helping our Texas manufacturing. We're so grateful. And I, I believe he's very happy with what they're doing. So for these specialty uh, water treatment systems, it's kind of cool that an Indian company is sending business to the United States to build stuff for the US as opposed to building it in India and shipping it over. It means something in terms of the quality of work being done in McKinney, Texas and Mark Stevens and his team. But you know, having said all that, that's the technology. Then we have uh, the, the whole modular packaging thing, which is critical to this. But we're just one company, right? How do you spread it? How do you become disruptive? How do you break the old order? And so, you know, uh, I'm going to go back to my uh, spreadsheet, uh, my PowerPoint, because this is exactly where I'm, what I'm getting at here, which is, um, there we go. And we have uh, the next slide. Voila. Okay. We are wrapping up the current offering and here's why. We are ready now. We've been working on this for months now. Uh, Ken Berenger, our brilliant uh, head of business development, and, and uh, Michael Mann, who's our merger, mergers and acquisition specialist, uh, working closely with Bill Charneski, our water expert, um, and other resources. And what we're putting together is a way to rapidly replicate a simple business model in water. Not these water systems that I've seen, I've been living through these you know, you, you book it in January and complete it in October. That's just not okay. That's not how we're going to disrupt the water industry. So we have the right theory, but then we need that, that rapid, um, you know, like the Uber concept, it, it, it spreads rapidly. And we believe we have that concept. Um, and that is going to be the next offering. Um, I will be fleshing that out in webinars to come. I believe it is huge. Key to this is the fact that we have, in the past year and a half, built a tremendous in-house funding capability um, where we have a, a very well-organized, fully compliant um, ability to, to raise uh, significant money. And now we're putting it to work to both acquire and build businesses. And the key is not, we realize that we shouldn't, we don't want to raise two or $3 million at a time. That's far more money than the company's worth. We want to spend small money in small chunks and rev up the revenues and thereby 
achieve that profitability I was being asked about and also get a lot of market share rapidly. Uh, we think that's going to do all of it. We think we're very excited about it. And um, that is the focus. But I want to caution everyone that we are wrapping up the current offering, um, which is really, really good for um, accredited investors. And um, I, I just think it's, it's a, it, the team really worked hard to make it the best possible offering. And if you want to get involved with water in a disruptive play in water, that is, I believe, going to make dramatic changes happen in this decade, then you'll want to hear more about it. Now, last thoughts. Um, and uh, I, I, I saw this last night, but uh, Mark Benioff, who's the CEO and founder of uh, Salesforce.com, um, was trying to get help and, and he got some advice from Steve Jobs. And uh, Benioff says that Steve Jobs' advice helped him understand that no great innovation in business ever happens in a vacuum. A company that wants to achieve true scale, he says, must seek innovation beyond its own four walls and tap into the entire universe of knowledge and creativity. Ergo, our Indian partner, uh, Permionics, who's so smart and who is a, a very important player in India and who's now putting uh, the strength of his company behind our technology and helping us roll out. Hence this um, replication uh, structure that we're talking about. All this is where we're going in order to uh, tap into knowledge beyond our borders. Finally, we have an amazing agency, uh, agmagency.com, which has come on board to help us um, dramatically um, drive business. And uh, again, Tremendous people are coming into our universe and helping us uh, with the expansion of Origin Clear. So, this is how you can contact us. Um, you can dial or email. So, dialing is, is uh, Ken Berenger, uh, Michael Mann, and Devin Angus. Um, all of them are very smart and um, helpful. I trust them implicitly. You can also email invest at originclear.com. These are all ways to get to me and be sure to register for next week's webinar. So um, that concludes the presentation of the, um, of the webinar. Now, um, I feel so lonely. Nobody's, nobody's hit the chat button. <laughs> so uh, I'm gonna wrap it up because it's been a 40 minute, uh, it's been a long one, but I think, uh, I hope that it's been interesting to you. And I going to keep getting better because I'm a one man show here and we're going to keep it that way because I want to have the immediacy and not have this whole overproduced kind of thing. So if you'll bear with me as I figured out, Oh, and Keith Roston says, great presentation. Well, thank you very much. It's very kind of you. Uh, we strive to do better. You can always, the email investorigenclear.com will get to Devin who will relate it to me. You can always, when, when you get a newsletter, my CEO update, you hit reply and it goes to my inbox and I do my very best to answer. So don't hesitate to reach out. I love hearing from you guys. Thank you very much. It's been a pleasure working with you and I promise it'll keep getting smoother. But in the meantime, love you all and let's continue doing this work. Thank you and good night. 
Hi, this is Riggs Eckleberry, CEO of Origin Clear, and I'm inviting you to my briefing, Water is the New Gold, this Thursday at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern. Now, why do I say water is the new gold? Because there are major changes underway in the water industry, and you deserve to hear about this because early investing opportunities usually are not visible to the everyday consumer. Just think of Tesla. 10 years ago, it was a $30 stock. Today, it's well over $700. So this is vital information. I share it all with you. Please join me. I look forward to it.